This is the 40-year-old Bond Virgins podcast. It is sure being recorded. Hey, ma'am. Hey. How you doing? Uh, not so good, because I had to watch this really shit film recently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was it? <laughs> well, the name of this film is Diamonds Are Forever. Oh, from 1971. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Got three stars <laughs> on Sky. 6.5 on IMDb. What about Amazon? <laughs> I haven't bothered. I'm assuming oh. four and a half. <laughs> oh, okay. Not a fan then. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, no. <laughs> Do you, is it my turn to synopsis? I've got one. Oh, go, go, go. Is it a McDonald's one? It ish. It was. Uh, go on. Yeah. <laughs> um, after exacting revenge and killing Blofeld, Bond has to track down Blofeld, who has a plan using diamonds to melt everything. After finding and killing Blofeld again, Bond has only got one more thing to do. Track down and kill Blofeld. <laughs> You're good at this. I was going to go something like, it's the return of Connery. It's the return yeah. of Blofeld. It's the return of Blofeld. It's the return of Blofeld. It's the return of misogyny. It's the return of rapiness. It's not oh. the return of a plot. Yikes. So, barrel shot. Yeah. Not Connery? That was Connery, I think. Was it? That, uh. that looked like his one, because so he didn't do his own one until the third movie, so he only used it for two, I think. Uh. But, yeah, I think that was him. You've done your research. Not really. I'm probably completely wrong. And I haven't. So, um, I normally go over my notes and retype any uh, spelling mistakes or anything doesn't make any sense, but I haven't had time to do that. So, bit of an intro mm. for the music. Yeah, it starts off. It's quite a long intro. So you've got various goons being uh, being. I was going to say interviewed, being bullied into information on where Blofeld might be. Yeah. So with Connery returning to the role, we're straight into the violence. We're straight into some bitch slap. He was angry, man. We're straight into. He was well angry. Yeah. Um. Because of the wife murder, do you think? <laughs> so apparently, well, I mean, if I was Bond, yeah, sure, I, I, you know, that that would be my reasoning. Doesn't yeah. come up much though, generally. No, it doesn't. No. I mean, I guess we can assume that from his actions, but. It, there is a moment, I think, that we'll come to where I think it's slightly acknowledged. But apparently scripts were considered that were going to be that were going to continue to include Draco. Um, and it was going to be them pairing up. Um, oh. Yeah. Which, I mean, that would have been better, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just seems to be, he's still after Blofeld, but Tracy doesn't really get mentioned. No. But a whole load of one-liners in that little goon Montage. Okay. I don't think I wrote um, that down. I just wrote that beats up a guy in Japan, beats up a guy in a casino in front of a bunch of people. Bond don't give a fuck. Gets info to go and see a woman, takes off her bikini top, which he strangles her with uh, to get the whereabouts of Blowfield. I didn't write down any of the one-liners. One was um, had to get that off his chest because he did something to his chest. And then one was, um, I think he's playing, I think it was in the casino and he's like, hit me. Like the guy goes hit me, uh, another card, and he gets hit. That's good. So that little montage happens. Yeah. But still, we don't go into the actual music intro. Then we go to Blofeld. Go on, I'll let you describe this bit. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, put, I put, has Blofeld, are we supposed to assume that he's had plastic surgery again to the point where he's now got hair? Or are they just disregarding that completely and it's just a different actor? I guess, I mean, I've written Blofeld is making moulds of himself. He now has yeah. hair. 
Yeah. The cat is the only consistent element of Blofeld. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Which he's you find out is false later. He's a different build. He's got a different accent. Different nationality. I mean, yeah. Why he's making like molds of himself. He should just make molds <laughs> of loads of different people Red and people. call them all Blofeld. Yeah. Bond was in disguise as a doctor. Yeah. And then he, I put down that he approaches a guy. No, he's walking through this lab. And there's a guy in a big vat of curry sauce who pulls a gun out of yep. the curry sauce. And Bond dumps yeah. more sauce on him, drowns him in the sauce, then washes his face off and it's not his guy. And then someone, well, it's Blofeld, right? It says, making mud pies, 007. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the hell's uh-huh. going on? <laughs> like, <laughs> they... <laughs> <laughs> so what I understood from that, so the guy was in the curry loop being made into another version of Blofeld, I think, because Blofeld said, oh, you haven't given him enough time to reproduce into me or something like that. Like he wanted him in there. Yet they were clearly expecting Bond. Yeah. And they tasked the man that was laying in gloop to pull out the gun and try and shoot. Yeah, I mean, Jake. that gun would have been full of curry Gloop. sauce. Yeah. And why didn't somebody else just do it? So it's not surgery. It's a it's a sauce based transformation. Based, yeah. Yeah. You lay you lay in curry sauce and you become blowfilm. Mm. But only for, if you're there for a particular length of time. And while you're in there, you can do things like shoot people if you need to. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I put Blofeld and two goons have Bond at gunpoint. Yeah. Goon goes to take Bond's gun, but gets his finger caught in a mousetrap in uh, yeah. Bond's jacket, and then they have a fight. It's like the weakest <laughs> weapon. <laughs> Hugh should be ashamed of himself. He didn't give ridiculous. that to Bond. No, no, you picked that up in like the janitor's closet or something. Yeah. He thought uh, you had given it to him, <laughs> but really it was just there to. <laughs> Meanwhile, headquarters is overrun by mice because Bond keeps <laughs> taking the the mice traps, thinking they're actually gadgets. Throws a bunch of surgery knives at one of the goons. Uh, gets gets one guy like three times. One of them in the heart kills him. Uh, Blofeld lunges at Bond with a knife, but Bond hits him with one of those giant surgery lamps that they used to have mm-hmm. very slowly because obviously on our hydraulic arms, it's hard to pull down. But imagine it apparently knocked him out slightly. And then he straps him face down onto a table and then rolls him into an open lava curry pit area. Was that yeah. more sauce or was that supposed to be lava from a volcano? So I put that it was like some kind of geezer. Like because it was yeah. like bubbling it looked up, like a stuff. natural it, formation. Yeah, but it did look very much like the curry gloop from earlier. Still, maybe slightly lighter in color. Right. Welcome to hell, Blofeld. He says. Yeah, I didn't. That, that was a all great extremely fast paced. All that beginning, like he was in three countries in under twenty seconds, and then uh, kills Blofeld, and you think, oh well, they really just wanted to get rid of this Blofeld altogether and start something new. That'd be refreshing. <laughs> as refreshing <laughs> as a curry gloob geezer spa day. <laughs> That's right. So then they go into the actual song, yeah. Diamonds are forever. Unfortunately, it did feel like it went on forever. Terrible, uh, terrible song, terrible visuals. Really, it felt really 80s. Yeah, definitely. You could tell a time difference, couldn't you? Really say, so. I mean, we're into the 70s, Kel. We're We've done a decade. <gasps> High five. Yeah. Good work. Mm. Only another four decades to go. Five <laughs> decades. Yeah. Six decades. Hold on. The 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, the 10s, and the 20s. That's, that's six decades we've got to do still. And, you know, for the rest of our lives, obviously. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but with less regular intensity. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like one Bond film every two years as opposed to once a week. Yeah. Diamonds are forever. Good tune. A lot funkier than I remember. No, no, it's not true. It's shit. Okay. Just more silhouettes and dancing girls. Yeah, agreed. Boring. It reminded me of Dynasty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they didn't try too hard with that one, I don't think. So then they're in M's office and he M's basically saying, 
right, get back to work. Blofeld's dead now. Get your mind back on your job. Crack on. Yeah. Doesn't mention Tracy. And I've put the M and Bond have beef. Like there seemed to be a bit of a poor vibe between. Yeah, seems to be, especially after the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Because they had a real bromance going on. And now M just feel, seems really pissed that, that Bond hasn't really been, he's been all about Blofeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blofeld this, Blofeld that. Right, he's dead now. Please do a good day's work for once in your life. I imagine he's probably expecting. So last time we saw them, Bond have jacked in his job to hook up with his missus to have six <laughs> yeah. kids. So M's <laughs> yeah. taken him back. And he's probably thinking, how long is he going to stay this time before he fucks off again? What do you think did happen? So Tracy's dead in his arms. I wonder how long it took him to kind of like, what would he do? Would he drive the car back to the wedding and everybody's still there? And he's like, I think he would have chased him down or tried to at least get revenge straight away. Tracy in the car still? Yeah. Well, he's done it before. Propped up bodies in the car and carried on. (laughs) On the edge of the dance floor, whatever. Yeah, yeah, he might have just left her with someone else. <laughs> but then after a couple of days, like he tells Draco, look, I married her. She's dead now. He's like, give me a million back. Oh, no, you didn't take it. It's fine. Yeah. And then they bury her. And then Bond's like, well, I'm at a loose end. Em, <laughs> I know I handed in my resignation, but any chance? Yeah. Could I have my job back, please? Possibly. Bond's took him like, back with a pay cut. I mean, you saw the, yeah. the mouse trap. He's getting the, <laughs> he's getting the shitty gadgets. You've got to work well. your way back up again, kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bond's back from holiday. And as M says, he's ready to do some solid work. They mentioned some kind of diamond smuggling operation. Meet some dude and has some cherry, I've written. What's that mean? Oh, sherry. Had some sherry. Oh, That's sherry. my typing. <laughs> I, told, I haven't got through and sorted this out. And then M knowledge bombs in with his sherry knowledge. It's a sick burn. <laughs> <laughs> I shall add sherry to the drinks list for next oh, Christmas. I won't have one. You've tried it? Mm, our auntie in um, Melbourne, whatever her name was, can't remember what her name, granddad's brother's wife. Pauline. She made, she made me have some. Oh, I thought she was going to. I thought you said she made sherry. <laughs> was that at Christmas or just? No, when we went over to visit him for the first time. Yeah. In That's a tiny little sherry glass? Yeah, proper glass and everything. It's not a nice drink. Is it just, it's sweet, right? Yeah, it's like liquid jam. That sounds all right. <laughs> not like port. Okay. Um, right, noted. Back to Africa, shine miners stealing diamonds. Mm-hmm. We are introduced to Mr. Kid and Mr. Wint. What'd you make of Wint and Kid? I do not know. <laughs> I don't know. Were they like a 70s comedian double act or something? Well, I didn't look into them as a pair, but I was interested. Try, which one do you reckon I was interested in learning more about? Wint. I don't know which one's which, actually. Describe <laughs> the one I think that you Kid think is I'm the bald most... one, long hair, bald one. And Wint yeah, is long hair, the uh, plastic oh. head. Okay. Uh, it was the long-haired, bald one. Oh. He um, he was a jazz musician primarily and played with a lot of really cool jazz musicians. <laughs> 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 Didn't do an awful lot of acting. Breaking up. Um, so, so I don't think this was like a regular... Oh, I don't think it's me. I think it's you. I think it's because you're running around a room and throwing your laptop across the floor. <laughs> It's pulled my headset off by accident. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's not part of like any double act. These two were intriguing and strange and made me feel slightly sick. Yeah. Um, They're not a couple. I assume they were a couple because at one point they were holding hands. Yeah. I mean, that's the gist I got. I I mean, that was the only sign between them. There was a moment later on where one of them, like, uh, says something nice to a girl and the other one looks quizzically at them. Yeah. But well, yeah. I wasn't sure what the relationship was. No, I think um they would have got they would have got on with uh Vargas quite well, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're introduced to Mr. Kidd and Mr. Wint looking at a scorpion whilst waiting for Mr uh sorry, Dr. Tyand to deliver the stolen diamonds. 
but he was expecting Joe. Mr. Kid pretends to have a toothache whilst Mr. <laughs> Dr. Tyan checks out Mr. Kid. Mr. Wintz drops a scorpion down his shirt <laughs> and kills him with the scorpion almost instantly, which is surprising. Yeah. Curious how everyone who touches these diamonds seems to die, says Mr. Wintz. I'm not even sure if Mr. Kid says anything in this movie, does he? Maybe he does. Yeah, they, they, yes, they do. In okay. fact, I'm looking at a script now. If God had wanted man to fly, says Mr. Kid, Mr. Wint concludes he would have given him wings, Mr. Kid. Yeah, Joe turns up in a helicopter, so Wint and Kid stash the body, head over to meet him, hand over the box. Joe assumes it's the diamonds. Joe flies off and the heli- well, helicopter explodes. It does explode. I thought that um, the way they killed people was like a bit of a faff. That you know, they happened to see the scorpion, they were like, Oh, here's something we can kill them with, and like it, like kind of using. I thought they were a bit stupid, I thought they were a bit slow, but I'm just reading Wikipedia now. The pair take a st- sadistic pleasure in their work, yeah, they very much enjoy the killing and they're trying to kill in the most exotic way they can. Good on them, yeah, you know, that's what you like doing, kind of, and you can get I paid. They were kind of, yeah, I guess, I guess, getting paid to do what you love that's the dream, right. Yes, right. (laughs) (laughs) They walk off holding hands into the desert. Kid and Wint drop the diamonds off at an orphanage and say they're going to Amsterdam. Don't see much except them uh, giving the woman that runs the orphanage the diamonds who hides them in a book, in the Bible maybe even, I can't remember. It was the Bible. Yeah, they do that. So Bond is investigating all the diamond theft and is being sent to Amsterdam. He wanted to go to Africa. Yeah. And he was disappointed to be going to Amsterdam. Money Penny is at passport control at the dock. Yeah. So presumably she's there. <clears throat> presumably she's there to, you know, ushering through as part of the way they get him out of the country without raising suspicion or whatever. Right. No. Well, yeah, I guess, but it would have to be her first day there, I guess. Yeah. She'll still be in she, training. I, I would have thought so. And then she kind of she she goes to the she goes to his passport and she's like, yeah. Oh, hello, Mr. Richards or whatever no, or Mr. Franks. And then he's like, Hi, Moneypenny. So she's gone to all this effort <laughs> of pretending to be somebody completely else, and he just straight away blows her cover. Yeah. It's pretty insane. He doesn't value her at all. Nah, you know, that's her job. Moneypenny's there. She's in disguise, passport control at the docks, asks Bond for a diamond ring, and he offers her a tulip. Laughs mm. and drives off. He's totally over Tracy at this point. And then I've got hovercrafts. Have you ever been on a hovercraft? I have not. Been. Uh, yes, I have. Yeah? I have. I have been on a hovercraft between... I went to Greece... Uh, when I was about 21 on one of those icelolly.com holidays. It was a £99 package deal that included the flights and the accommodation. And it flew into, I always get the long way around, I think it flew into Skiathos. And then we had to get a hovercraft from Skiathos over to Skopelos. Mm. And it was amazing. And we went at night and the lights were incredible. Good lights. We've also... Um, our nearest beach uh, is in South Sea, and there is a hovercraft that goes from there to the Isle of Wight. And sometimes we just sit on the beach and watch the hovercrafts come and go because they you know, obviously come up onto the beach, and it's kind of cool. Yeah, pretty sweet. Um, so he takes a hovercraft to Amsterdam. Yeah, I don't. You can't do that now, can you? I don't. I, I don't think so. You can get a no. train now. Yeah, I'll check. You carry on. Amsterdam tour boats are the same as they are now. That's pretty cool. Been for like fifty years, same design. We really found that um, we hadn't been to Amsterdam for ten years before we went this Christmas, mm. and all the restaurants and the shops and the places we loved going ten years ago still there, just as they were. Yeah, like it's just not a place that seems to spin up and down really easily. Yeah, sure. The orphanage woman is found floating in the Amsterdam Canal. <laughs> Kid and Wint are taking photos. Kid or Wint, I don't know which one it was. Uh, Mrs. Whistler did want some pictures of the canals for the children. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine receiving those pictures. 
Is that you, Mrs. Whistler? <laughs> Why is she so wet? <laughs> we meet Tiffany Case. Uh, yeah, with all her different colour hair. Yeah, blonde, then brunette. She asks if Bond minds. He says as long as the uh, collars and cuffs match. That was revolting. <laughs> She takes Bond's drink to get some ice for his drink and dusts his glass for prints in the next room. She happens to have a giant print scanning machine in her wardrobe, uh, which uh, tells her that he is the man he's saying he is, which is someone else in it, Pete or something. Peter Franks. Peter Franks. When she comes out, she's a redhead. So that's good. Actually, that's the bit. She says, what do you think of brunettes? Oh, she says it then? Yeah, it was, it was just after the collar and cough. Right. Oh, no, in fact, he, she says, what do you think of brunettes? And then he kind of like, he looks a bit sad for a moment, which made me think he was thinking of Tracy. But then he says, <laughs> oh. as long as the collars and cuffs match. And I was like, oh, no, yeah. He's, yeah. he's over her. <laughs> yeah. I, but I, th- I think he was thinking of her in that moment. Well, when he was thinking about collars and cuffs. The collars and cuffs, he's like... Yeah. Tracy's collars and cuffs matched. They always matched. <laughs> that, was, that was one thing about Tracy. <laughs> Drake would be like, damn right, they always match. I didn't bring her up to not have her collars and cuffs match. <laughs> if I ever noticed her not matching, I'd punch her in the face. <laughs> I miss Draco. Yeah. Uh, Bond peels off his fake fingerprints whilst on the phone to Q. Confirms Bond that Peter Franks, the guy he's pretended to be, has escaped, killing a guard. So Bond does a runner, leaving Q hanging on the phone. It's like, go and change those mousetraps, Q. I'm coming back for more later. <laughs> then you see Bond fake kissing himself in an alley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it for fuck's sake, really? <laughs> <laughs> doing the whole wrap my arms around myself thing you, you learn at first school <laughs> you, you learn it at spy school apparently yeah. um why would he why why would he draw attention to himself in this strange way i don't know you just stand around the corner wouldn't you yeah Still, I don't know what that says either. Peter is at Tiffany's door. It's the next sentence yeah. that I can read. <laughs> what does go on? Tell me what the other one does say. It says Pirelli? Pirelli. I don't know what that means. No. Oh, no, it does ring a bell. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I haven't got anything written down. No. I've just put um, Bond intercepts the real P- Peter Franks, kills him and then plants his own James Bond wallet on him. Oh, really? You didn't. I thought you were going to talk about how you loved that lift. <laughs> no. With what all was the, the different... lift like? Because it had all the nice stained, not stained glass, but frosted glass with like patterns in it and stuff. And they smash every panel out while they're fighting. It's like a glass lift in an old iron, open iron shaft. And I thought, Kelly is going to love that lift. I think I do love that lift, and I think I wasn't looking at the screen at that time. <laughs> they I love everything you've just told me about that lift. <laughs> and they both get thrown through like every panel of glass. It's all different oh, sections man. of glass, and they smash. No, every in bit fact, of it. I didn't really know how he died. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really didn't enjoy. It. I went back, you know, like <laughs> with the last one. I actually watched it. I was. I, I mean, I think I've got the key points of this one. But I okay. wasn't really watching. Right. Oh, the lift sounds good. I'm going to Google that. So Bond lets Peter into the building, then fights him in the lift. They seem to be evenly matched. Bond nearly gets his head cut off in between floors. They then get out of the lift after smashing every glass panel in it. Bond sprays a fire extinguisher into Peter's face and kicks him over a banister. Yeah, I didn't see any of that. Which I think is what kills him. The drop. Yeah, it must have been. Huh? Switches wallets with him as Tiffany is there now and she asks, is he dead? Bond says, I sincerely hope so. That is such a nice lift. I'm looking at it now. It is nice, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sad to have missed that. I would have have liked that bit. (laughs) Well, it's probably still there. I'm not watching it again. No, I mean in Amsterdam. Oh, in Amsterdam. Yeah. Okay. Well, (laughs) things don't change. Right. (laughs) Right. 
(laughs) (laughs) Tiffany thinks dead Peter is dead Bond. So they smuggle the diamonds with dead Bond's body. Bond gets on a plane with the body and Tiffany. Wint and the kid are also on the plane. And kid says that Tiffany seems quite attractive for a lady and laughs. That was the bit, I think. I put he and Tiffany are in place. I must have meant in a plane. I put extreme close up on glasses. So I, yeah. I think, yeah, I think because the, because they're looking at them through a curtain or looking at them from further down the plane, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then there's this crazy, crazy close up on bald, long hair guys' glasses like this. <laughs> <laughs> they, land in, <laughs> they land in America. And uh, when they get there, Felix is in disguise as customs. Fucking Felix is there. I was like, Felix with three question marks. It's Felix. (laughs) It's Felix. It's a different Felix, right? Yeah. Is this the third Felix? I think so. I was going to ask you. He looked like a different guy again. Yeah, I think so. But he's working in customs undercover the same way that Money Penny was. Yeah. They haven't bothered with this shit before. They've been on planes all over. Yeah. And this has never happened. (laughs) It's like. Bond's fake passport wouldn't get through customs if they hadn't yeah. faked it. So why bother? Yeah. You know, just... Just just don't have a passport. Just yeah, like wave just through. Just turn it or just have your own passport. Yeah. Who cares? Maybe there's always someone fake waiting for James Bond, but they're having to make some kind of cutbacks in the department and everyone's having to double up on what yeah, roles they could do. could be. So Felix in disguise as customs, yeah. checks the coffee and gives, gives Bond some info. Three dudes and a hearse are waiting for Bond. They take the body to get cremated. And then I put Mr. Slumber, the dude at the cremation place, looks like the new Blofeld. But that didn't turn out to be true, I don't think. It could, it could have just been another one of his. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. One, mean, one that went wrong. I mean, anyone can be Blofeld. Yeah. <laughs> Bond gets an urn full of diamonds. Yep. From the cremation place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've just got funeral home diamonds transferred in an urn. Winding kid, knock him out, put him in coffin to be burnt. Diamonds, diamonds are fake or something. I pretty much put the same thing. Bond gets urn full of diamonds, but gets locked out by Winding kid. Bond locks in a coffin and cremated, but gets pulled out by Slumber and the crony. Uh, the diamonds are fake. They want to know where the real ones are. Bond says, come up with some cash first. But uh, I guess we shouldn't dwell on it, but I don't know why they gave him the urn full of diamonds if they were just going to steal the diamonds. Yeah. So he I, just I left I, with the diamonds. Let's not dwell on it. It was all boring. Keep moving. <laughs> Bond heads to a hotel to watch a comedy act. Uh, Shady Tree, I think the guy it was called. Yep. Wint and Kid are there to kill him, but they're told not to as they don't have the real diamonds yet. Apparently Shady Tree is a link to the diamonds in some way. I didn't see how that was. I, I think, think it's just part of it. I think they were meant to get passed from person to person to person. It was like a whole chain of, I don't know. Shady Tree was the guy at the at the creme with... He was. Oh, some... okay. I thought he looked similar, but I thought... Yeah. No, is no, he, was, is he working him. at a... No, it was him. There, and he's a comedy Yeah. So confusing. <laughs> Got Bond playing craps and meets plenty of tool. Best name. Named after her father, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't get that. Do you get that? What? The thing about her dad? Yeah. Or just her generally. No, the thing why No. No, I don't. you don't know. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> plenty oh, I was reading plenty differently. Plenty of shit at craps. <laughs> <laughs> tree is confirmed dead. Shady tree, that is. Yeah. The comedian slash cremation did. <laughs> uh, then I put, is she dubbed? She seems to be dubbed. Her voice is, and I put her voice is very annoying. She had a really clear, loud voice compared to the rest of the actors in the movie. It was strange. She was just very um, excited, I thought. Hmm. Takes her to his hotel room, gets her naked. She goes to the bathroom. Bond turns on a light and finds the hearse guys uh, there waiting for him. (laughs) I actually laughed at this. He says, I'm afraid you've caught me with a little more than just my hands up. (laughs) Well, that's quite good. (laughs) 
Was he more Scottish in this? More of an accent definitely, in this Definitely. He wasn't trying. Definitely, definitely. He did yeah. not chime. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I thought so. This meeting is being recorded. Oh, that was louder. That was loud. <laughs> Where were we? We were talking about plenty and how Bond gets her naked. Yes. Turns out he's in a room, bunch of dudes, and says, I'm afraid you've caught me with more than just my hands up. <laughs> and we lulled at that. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's where we were. And this is where we are. Her schoons throw plenty out of a window. Yeah. So that's <laughs> it. And I saw it, like, before we watched it, before I watched it, I saw a mention somewhere as, like, one mm. of the, like, memorable... Yeah. No, she's in plenty, it for like five minutes. Plenty at all has come up on in something before that I've either read or listened to. Um, as a as like a bug, memorable yeah. kind of yeah. Yeah. Um, so throw her out of a window. Yep. Yeah. She lands in a pool. Bond says, "Nice shot," and the hearse goon says, "I didn't know there was a pool down there." Yeah. <laughs> uh, at which point <laughs> Bond punches the hearse goon. Bond's ready for a fight, but all the hearse goons back out of the room. Uh, Bond wanders into his bedroom to find Tiffany in his bed. So that's good. Yeah, it was handy because, you know, he already had an erection. It'd be a shame to use it. The... <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> shame to uh, waste it. <laughs> <laughs> He wants the diamonds. Bond's getting naked. So they hook up. Yep. Sorted. Good Sorted. transaction. Yeah. <laughs> I've written for that whole thing. Meets a girl called Plenty at the casino. He's about to do her. Tiffany turns up. Goes to the Vegas circus. Genuinely don't know what's going on with the diamonds anymore. No. Yeah, I kind of lost track with the whole diamond thing at the crematorium. Crematorium. Yeah. I just James think why they just didn't take the diamonds instead of yeah. giving in the diamonds and asking for the diamonds. And then there's a whole thing about the diamonds still and Tiffany needs to, I don't know, she's about to run off with the diamonds, but then he tells her that it was, should have been her that was killed when it was plenty. And so she stays with him. And then the yeah. next thing I've got is they end up at a lab. So if I okay. skipped quite far forward at that point. I'm really well, dipping got... in and out. <laughs> Tiffany offering a 50-50 split. She can get him out if he can get the diamonds. Yeah. Uh, she says they could go to Hong Kong. Bond says, I know a good I know a good tailor in Hong Kong. Referring to the time he was Japanese, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the time I was Japanese for a bit. I married pig face. You know how it goes. <laughs> Tiffany going to pick up the diamonds, playing 21s, the cards. Oh, when she, she starts playing 21s, and on one of the cards she's dealt, it says, go and play the water balloons. Felix is following Tiffany. Bond goes to get the car. Tiffany wins a prize without trying on the balloon stand. And a kid crosses oh, yeah, her out. pulls her out. Yeah, that was quite good, actually. <laughs> and, like, you know, she's having to do this in case she's being watched. Like, they've gone to the effort of hiding the diamonds in the prize that she wins so yeah. they've got all these different people involved they've put the diamonds in the teddy bear a kid blatantly calls her out yeah doesn't really get picked up on which just makes me think they didn't need to go through all of that in the first place they should have just given them to her in a bag and <laughs> that was that yeah uh then you see an elephant play a one-armed bandit <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. it's a casino, a circus themed casino. Not just yeah. themed, but there's like actual people swinging around above them and elephants walking and through. Stuff is pretty. I, I would love to go to Vegas. Like it, it looks surreal. It would be yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, same. Stick it on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know there isn't actually a list, right? I'm not writing any of this down. Just saying. Uh, you've just crushed my hopes. But we got it all on recorded. <laughs> I know, but they would have the to The whole world's to listening. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany gets home. Bond's waiting for her. 
she has a go at Bond for leaving her, waiting for the diamonds that never turned up. And then she notices a dead girl in the pool. It's plenty. Right, yeah, that's where that's yeah, I remember that bit. Different pool, not the one she got thrown into. Yeah. And then because I did put an exclama- exclamation mark after I said it was plenty. So I, yeah, I was kind of like, oh, they're better. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Who killed plenty? The Herskins? Um, according to Wikipedia, it was Winton Kidd. Oh, did we? We didn't see that though, did we? No. Well, no. I mean, I didn't. No, I wasn't watching. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> um. So it says the two meaning Wind and Kid, use numerous and creative methods of killing their targets, such as drowning Plenty O'Toole after confusing her with Tiffany Case with her legs tied to a block of concrete Mm. in a swimming pool just deep enough to submerge her only up to the tip of her nose, and by doing so, killing her as slowly as possible. She must, in the book, she must have turned up at Tiffany's house. That's the only reason they mistook her, I guess. I assume that's why she's dead at Tiffany's house. And they I confused mean, her for Tiffany. That would that would make sense as to you know why they would they would be confused, but I don't know what would have taken her to Tiffany's to house. house. No. Okay. It also says here in a deleted scene made available on DVD. Oh mm. so maybe you saw this and I didn't because you've got the DVD. Well, I didn't watch the deleted scenes, I could do that. Okay, they don't just add them back in. Okay, I don't know how DVDs work. Right. Um, They shot the character Shady Tree with a joke prop gun that first produces a flag that says bang and then a real bullet. Okay. I might watch that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Bond interrogates Tiffany to find out where she stashed her diamonds and it was at the airport. Diamonds get collected at the airport. Bond and Tiffany follow. Uh, at a gas station, Tiffany causes a distraction so Bond can get in the back of the diamond carrier's car. Yeah, nice didn't car. Didn't see the car, didn't see the scene. Mm-hmm. What kind mm-hmm. of car was it? I think it was another Mustang. Yeah. What colour uh, was they... it? Red. Yeah. They always are. Yeah. They head into W Tektronics. And Tiffany's unable to follow. Is this the lab? Yeah. Right, I'm back with you. But all I've written is Bond ends up at a lab, then it gets really boring. He was on the moon and in a moon Mm. buggy, and Mm. the moon buggy looked like Johnny Five in a desert. Yeah. Yeah, so they get into a lift in the diamond carrier's van slash car, and the lift goes down five levels um the driver heads into a restricted area on foot bond talks his way into the area um with uh, a lab coat guy a uh, lab coat guy gives him a geiger counter for the radiation um the driver guy is professor metz uh bond pretends to be lab coat guy metz tells him to get out he does <laughs> the real lab coat guy gets in and now they know they've got a traitor. Uh, Bond's doing a runner, runs for a fake moon landing being filmed. So they're they're faking in the moon landing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know that? Because uh, they're filming it. And why else would you do that in a lab? Who's who's faking it? I guess it's um, Blofeld. Yeah. Okay. All right. I guess so. Carry I'm on. assuming they're not making a movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bond runs onto the fake moon land and gets spotted. Uh, so Bond steals the moon buggy and drives through a wall and is outside. And then up at weren't they five floors down? How did that work out? Huh. I would have uh, thought the same uh, thing if I'd watched it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should really watch these movies we're reviewing. Okay. Right. I'll watch the next one. <laughs> and then we got a car chase. Uh, cars can't keep up with the buggy, so they send some off-road trikes. Yeah. Uh, Bond slips out of the buggy and takes takes a trike that trike guys just crashed. 
uh, gets back to Tiffany and they do a runner in the car, but not unseen. Uh, they get chased by cops in Vegas and it reminds me of the Blues Brothers. Okay. Was the, was the, the whole car chase, the car chase, chasing the buggy in the desert thing? Mm. Like, it was like a slow motion car chase. Yeah, it wasn't exciting, was it? It's, it must have been super it, hot with that little glass dome roof on that buggy <laughs> as well. It was like the cars were driving extra slow so as not to catch up with the moon buggy. Yeah, and those cars okay. were just exploding for no reason. Um, a few cop cars chase Bond in the Ford Mustang. Uh, he ties him in knots in a car park and manages to get out of there, but the sheriff sees him and continues to chase him. So they, they're driving down this alley, being chased by the sheriff, and uh, the the alley's getting too narrow, So and there's a ramp, like a concrete ramp, going up to a garage or something on one side. So he hits the ramp with these left wheels. Um, so he's on his right-hand wheels, two wheels going through his narrow alley. And then you get a shot of inside the car where... Uh, they're at that angle and then they flop over. He says, hold on. They flop over to the other angle somehow. And at the shot coming out of the alley, he was on, on the other two wheels, <laughs> which is too too narrow for the car to be level. So there's no way you could have flipped that car over onto the other two wheels, even if there was a ramp on the other side, because it was too narrow to do the flip. Unless so, you bond. That might, so I reckon, and- I reckon they filmed it, and then when they looked at it back, thought, "Oh wait, he's come out the alley on the other two wheels," and made that scene in the middle, like inside the car where they did that. It was awful. I don't know why they would have done. But anyway, they did. <laughs> uh, they put the car in in shot of the car going over to the other two wheels, but how the alley? Yeah, this is just me ranting in text form even if there was another ramp, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Cut to Bond and <laughs> Tiffany in a bridal suite, laying on an aquarium waterbed. So they were laying on like a like an aquarium bed. Like there was fish underneath them, huh. and there was fish to the side of them, like, like a fish headboard and a fish something. It was, I You're don't making know. this shit up, man. That never <laughs> happened. Uh, Tiffany asks what's going to happen to her. Bond says he's on top of the situation because he was on top of her at the time. Clever. Yeah. Um, Felix informs Bond and Tiffany to stay put. They're being guarded. Uh, So Bond goes out the window. He's after WW, who's the owner of the lab. Yes. Bond on top of the lift, nearly gets crushed, dead, diehard style. That's clearly where diehard got that scene from. Uh, Then Bond climbs onto the outer building with use of gun-fired climbing cape, climbs in a skylight and lands on a toilet with a camera on him. That bit was pretty. <laughs> Not the toilet bit, the outside bit. <laughs> a voice asks him to leave his weapon there and come into the next room. And we've got double Blofeld. Yay! <laughs> I, re- I was checking. Finds Blofeld, he has a double and a voice box. Two cats. One gets shot in the head. <laughs> what, a cat? Why, but yeah. They shoot a cat? Don't they? That's what no. I wrote down. Do they shoot the blowfelt in the head? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So one of them's got a voice box and he's doing like yeah. a WW's accent. And uh, did you spot the model village slash world they're walking over? No. Okay. Oh, my God. So Bond walks over model village slash world, showing all the explosives and such things that he owns all over the world. Model town, diamonds are forever. So Thanks, here's man. a clever bit. So there's two Blofelds in there. And then uh, the white cat walks across the room. Bond sees the white cat. He's like, okay. Comes up with a plan. He kicks the white cat to see which Blofeld it goes to. And the cat jumps into a Blofeld's arms and he shoots that Blofeld with his grappling gun that he still had in his pocket, thinking he must be the real Blofeld because that's where the cat went to. But then another cat walks out. So they got clone cats. So, and okay. I put this yeah, is fucking ridiculous. I saw the cat. Okay. And Bond I says, I knew it was fucking ridiculous already. <laughs> <laughs> then Blofeld sends Bond into a lift. Yeah, I put as if. 
he's like, ha no, get in the lift. Like, he's just going to let him get in the lift. Like, off you go. Mm. Get in the lift. Off you pop. So he gets in the lift, gets gassed in the lift, passes yep. out, and is met yep. by Wint and Kid. Yoo-hoo! Uh, who put him in the boot of the car and head out of the underground base, Batcave style. The big rock opens up when they drive out the base. Wint and Kids put unconscious Bond into a pipe and then drive off laughing. They love it. They're sadistic. <laughs> yeah, I think I missed all that bit. So I put, oh, he's in a pit. And then he tells a rat that the rat smells like a tart's handkerchief. <laughs> and then apologises to the rat. Okay, so in the boot of the car, he lays on Winter Kid's aftershave and it breaks and he gets soaked in um, their aftershave. <sighs> and then the pipe they left him in gets used to make a, some kind of pipeline in the desert and with him still in it. So when he wakes up, he's in an underground pipe system with a rat. And he says, <laughs> as you say, one of us smells like a tart handkerchief. I believe it's me. Sorry about that, old boy. <laughs> <laughs> if I give this film one point, it's going to be for that line. <laughs> and some kind of machine comes along inside the pipe, uh, and Bond breaks it. Workmen go down the hatch to fix the machine. Bond climbs out and says, I was just walking my rat and seem to have lost my way. Him walking, he's an absolute mentalist. Like the people that must just bump into him at those moments where, yeah. he, where he does these odd things, like the, the, the snogging himself in the street and, the, and, and these <laughs> yeah. moments. Yeah. That these ridiculous. people are probably thinking about that moment <laughs> years afterwards. Yeah. Sorry, old boy, I was just walking my rat. <laughs> it must cut to Blowfield, because the next thing I've got is Blowfield answers the phone. It's Bond pretending to be Bert. I don't know who Bert is, but definitely works with Blowfield, because Blowfield knows Bert. Fake Bert is panicking about Bond being spotted in the casino, and Blowfield instructs Fake Bert to go and kill WW at his summer house before Bond can get to him. I was really freaked out by rubber-faced Connery speaking with somebody else's voice completely. <laughs> I thought I couldn't tear my eyes away from that. Bond congratulates his Q on the voice box, and Q says he made one for his kids last Christmas. So Bond heads up to WW's house with Felix and the boys, uh, meets Bambi and Thumper. I really love Bambi and Thumper, and I want them to be a recurring role like that would be amazing actually like if Blofeld really is done by the end of this maybe Bambi and Thumper do they come back as a villain in the future could be could be recurring um I've written they are a formidable duo mm-hmm. um I'm gonna jump ahead <laughs> to where James manages to to submerge them both in a, in a pool okay and I don't know whether it's Bambi or Thumper but they kind of like swim desperately to the side choking whilst Bond is stood up in the middle of the pool and the water's only like <laughs> knee high anyway and I don't yeah. understand why they're flapping about drowning they're not good swimmers no they're gymnasts I assume from the circus casino or something that, okay that would make sense um but they're doing lots of gymnast stuff when they have a fight over and they're swinging off poles on the roof and possibly wrestling moves. I'm not sure. They get WW out of his cell after the fight. Um, and then you see Q hacking all the one-armed bandits and leaving all the cash at the casino. The best scene in the whole film is Q <laughs> just having the time of his life, just wandering <laughs> around. And and Tiffany, I thought it was actually really sweet. Just like in the in the last one where that, you know, like the whole wedding scene, there's these moments of like genuine human interaction. Mm-hmm. When Tiffany comes to Q and she's like, you know, I was I was speaking to to M and to and to James, and they thought maybe, you know, I I could avoid prison and I could get a job with you guys. And <laughs> could you put in a good word for me, Mr. Q? Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> And he's like, watch this. He's just too busy, like, winning on the bandits. As if he couldn't, like, he he can do anything. He doesn't, why is he bothering to, like, win all of these, like, dollars, little individual dollar coins? He could invent something where he just... He's not taking the money. He's he's just testing his invention, isn't he? Was he leaving the money there? Yeah, yeah. 
He's leaving it all in the trays, walking away. That's oh. <laughs> what Q does. He's so sweet. <laughs> After Tiffany speaks to Q, she notices uh, Blofeld in drag. I put he looks <laughs> fucking <Yeah>. rough. <laughs> I think she jumps in the car with him and he captures her because he would, you know. Yeah. Because she jumped in his car. Yeah. Is that capturing? I guess because she's now his hostage. Captured. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the real WWM Bond back at the lab. Yeah. I've just got there's some space thing and a mention of nuclear war. And I'm, I've gone again. Now, now that <laughs> nothing sweet's happening anymore, I'm not watching again. Right. Uh, WW is pissed off that all his staff got mugged off by Blofeld. Um, Blofeld has control of WW satellite slash space laser. Blofeld needed a big ass diamond for this space laser. So that's why he needed the diamonds. Yeah, boring. Now you know. Space okay. laser shoots a rocket before it can take off, then a submarine. Blofeld trying to start another war. Uh, then Blofeld laser blows up a load of rockets and sets fire to some dude in Asia. Blofeld's plans is to hold the world to ransom to keep hold the world to ransom to keep their nuclear weapons. Is what I was asking myself. It's what it sounded like they was doing. It's threatening to blow up their nuclear weapons unless they paid him, rather than just blowing up their nuclear weapons and having the only weapon of mass destruction, which is what I would have done. Do you know what? Even you just saying that, I zoned out again. <laughs> Bond and WW suss out Blofeld's location on the model village slash world, uh, and he's on an oil rig. Oh, I, yeah, okay. I did see that little thing. <laughs> it's I saw the little oil rig. Oh, the little oil rig, okay. Oh, goons in two-tone outfits this time, blue and orange, multicoloured outfits. Love the colour coordination, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a plane drops a giant silver ball out of it, containing Bond, who runs across the ocean to get to the oil rig. Uh, instantly captured by goons when he gets to the oil rig, taken up to Blofeld. Um, something about a tape that's a tape switch controlling the space laser. Oh, yeah. So there was a tape, an audio tape that controlled the functions of the space laser. Uh... Like an old Commodore game. <laughs> right okay some later yeah. stuff starts to make sense to me now yeah okay uh tiffany gives bond the real tape see that bit i saw she just kind of like she stood behind him and she just taps him on the bum with it yeah so that he puts his hand out of the tank yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at that point hold on See, what I have got a note about is that there's a scene with her wearing a bikini and then Blofeld says something like, go and put something decent on Mm -hmm. or something like that. And then when she hands him that tape, I put she slips him some kind of box, but I guess that's the tape. Now she's wearing a bikini, but the bikini has long sleeves. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Puts on a bit more of a top, but that's it. Yeah. She probably didn't have much with her, to be honest. I mean, what was she wearing? Yeah, when she jumped into the car, she was fully dressed then. Yeah, she lost all that. Okay, she was trying to. It was a fast car ride. Seduce Blofeld, I think, or something. Bond asks about the control system, uh, and then does the old switcheroo with the tape. Bond puts the other tape in Tiffany's underwear, calls her a bitch, and says, (laughs) "All your troubles are behind you now." Oh, okay. He calls her a bitch then. Yeah, so he. He kind of lunges forward and calls her a bitch, and at the same time uh, stuffs the tape in her pants. Oh, uh, and it, what I quite like is she's wearing very like tiny little pants, and yeah. then the tape is quite evidently protruding. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Two goons escort Bond to his cell. Bond releases a weather balloon, and then it escapes the goons, only to be taken down by a third. And then Tiffany tells Bond she did the old switcheroo. And Bond says, you stupid twit, that put you put the real one back in. I like that. You stupid twit. <laughs> WW and Felix see the weather balloon and take it as the signal they were promised. And Blofeld also sees the weather balloon and activates his defences. Then we've got the big finale. So Blofeld spots... Uh, the tape in Tiffany's pants and says, you're oh. showing a bit more cheek than usual, aren't we? What a, pi- what a pity. Such nice cheeks too, if only they were brains. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. 
Yeah. Meanwhile, the goons are taking out helicopters that are attacking the rig uh, with mach- mounted machine guns. Uh, helicopters are taking taking down the rig. Even oh, sorry, everything being shot up. Several goons die. Oh yeah. So Blofeld tries to escape into this mini pod. Wasn't sure if it was like a mini submarine or a mini speedboat, but it had like a roof thing on it, so it's a little pod. Okay. Which gets he's been on some cool little vehicles actually, Blofeld. Yeah. Gets hoisted up by a crane and dropped into the water. I've put is it a sub? Not sure. But Bond takes control of the crane and lifts him up and starts messing around with him, like swinging him around and stuff. Bond smashes the pod into the control center and over and over again until the control center blows up. We assume that's the end of Blofeld, but I don't think you get to see a body or anything. Bond and Tiffany head off on a cruise. Yeah, I saw this bit. I really liked it. Wint and Kid are on board. Yeah. Is that still a thing? Wint and Kid enter the Bond suite as, I put double O service. I don't know why I've written that. Was it a special Uh, service for double O's that they were pretending to do? Either way, um, they're prepping the food and they bring out a large dessert which has a bomb in it, like an old-fashioned ticking bomb. But um, they call it the bomb supreme. Bond has never seen these two people, but what clues him up to who they are? The aftershave. Yeah. He smells the aftershave. <laughs> Bond notices Wince aftershave. I says he disses the aftershave. Bond notices Wince aftershave for when he was buried in the bomb, buried in the pipe. Bond calls them on it. Wint strangles Bond uh, whilst Kid comes at him with some flaming kebabs. (laughs) (laughs) So just before them, while they're like, they're preparing all the food. And Mm. so they know there's a bomb because a bald long hair guy like activates the bomb under the table. And then while he's like carving some meat or something, he like acts like he's about to stab Bond with the really sharp knife, but then has to stop himself from doing it. And then like you say, he gets garroted and gets these flaming kebabs where he's waved in his face. And I get that they're into like the whole, you know, they, they like, they like the um, theatrics of it all, but they've got a bomb. Why not just leave the bomb there and go? Gonna, yeah, I think that was the that, idea. They were taking some chances. Yeah. That were unnecessary. With their normal flair to murder, um, you think they would have wanted to go with the bomb, but um guess it was just a backup. I don't yeah. know. So Kid comes at Bond with two flaming kebabs uh, <laughs> and Bond grabs some alcohol and throws it over Kid, which sets him on fire. So he jumps into the sea. Tiffany throws a cake at Wint and now you can see the bomb on the floor. <laughs> Bond throws Wint off him he was still strangling him Bond then pulls his jacket through his legs so Bond stood behind him pulling his tail jacket tail bits through his actual legs giving him some kind of atomic wedgie then ties That's- the bomb to it and then yanks yanks him up like a wedgie style so he does a flip over the side of the boat and uh, he explodes even before he hits the water and he says, no, go on. well, he certainly left with his tails between his legs. <gasps> yep. He's good at those one-liners. He's better than loads of at that. Yeah, but, but they have to be written, right? That's not Connery. It's not his delivery. It's I think it's delivery. The, you He's not writing his own ones. Then the, I think they must have had a different script writer. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany gets the last line. They're both looking up at the laser satellite in space that they can see apparently, uh, without the use of any <laughs> anything. Telescope or anything. Yeah. And just says how we're going to get those diamonds back down again. And that's the end. Yeah, I've just written fucking awful. <laughs> you didn't watch it. <laughs> how would you even know? <laughs> I could hear it. I, mm-hmm. I saw everything that I needed to see to help me decide what score I'm giving this. I'm giving this one, one money penny for this bag of shite film. Ooh, one. I'm just going to look back. You only lived twice. You only lived twice, got a four? No. Really? Thunderball. I gave Thunderball two. Both of us, apparently. We hated it, maybe not. Casino Royale gave a zero. That sounds all right. Thunderball. Which one was Thunderball? <laughs> um, oh, no. I gave that two. Let me just look at Thunderball. I'm just trying to compare it to his other ones to see. Oh, wasn't oh. Thunderball the one with um, is all underwater? Oh, God, it was. Okay. 
I would say it's better than fundable, so I'm going to go free. Yeah, comparative to Doctor No. I'm going free. Right, you're, do- you're, you're doing this with logic. It was better than Thunderball, you're right. What's this called? This movie. <laughs> Diamonds are forever. Why is you only lived twice, given such a high score from both of us? We found it entirely... Oh, no, you only lived twice as the one with pig face. Yeah, I think that Okay, right. that's probably what the score is for. All right, um, I'm going to go two. Two, two money pennies for this bag of shite film. Which gives it a five, which is, you know, not great. How do I add all there? So... Tiffany Case. Oh, I feel like I, I know the answer to this to this already. Better or worse than Pigface? Uh, Tiffany Case, worse than Pigface. She ain't got nothing on Pigface, man. Nothing. No. The Bond fiend. Diamonds are forever. Mm-hmm. Better or worse than we have all the time in the world. Nah, not as good. If you, yeah, thank you. God, good though. Considering it, better than most of them on there. Do you I'll reckon? Put it over- yeah, I'd put it in third, I think. Uh, <coughs> potentially. Let's not get into it because we don't need to. But potentially. <laughs> this meeting is oh. being recorded. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everyone's gone to bed. Oh, right. Right. Okay. I don't know how long I was talking to myself. No. It couldn't have been more than a minute. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were just, I, I, I did like a whole monologue and I was like, you're really thinking about what I've just said. And then I went back to the Zoom call and it had ended a long time ago. <laughs> when I went back to my hotmail, your invite was already waiting for me. <laughs> what I was saying was, yeah. Wint and Kid as the notable baddies in this film. Yeah. Have... They have... Go on. Go on. No, go on. <laughs> they are they've got so much story behind them Mm -hmm. i would love to kind of really understand where they've come from what the situation is like what has gone on in their past like looks wise they've got a real cool aesthetic going on they're really intriguing they creeped me out and i love odd job but they have to they have to be better than odd job they are better than odd job i I thought i was gonna have to fight that with you no, no. That's good. Yeah, they're definitely, they're the most intriguing. Oh, you know what? No, they are. There is, they're as intriguing as Vargas to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that kind of like, there's, there's, um, when there's little to know about them other than they're like, the way they perform their job, it makes you want to understand more about what has yeah. driven them to be that way. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Car chase. Car chase. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Nah, We're, dead last. Do I even put it on the list? Uh, it's Slow Moon Buggy, Johnny Five. They did do a actual stunt, like two-wheel driving in a car. But yeah, you say it. that. They I didn't see up. it. They even fucked that up. They didn't even pull it off right. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I was going to read up why they changed the angle on it, but, you know, who's got the time? <laughs> what is there? Have you found out? No, no, I was meant oh. to do it after the movie, but I forgot. Oh, I, <laughs> I really love that this film is one of our poorest... Oh, no, let's, so what order does it go in? Okay, it's bottom three, but it still yeah. has the best notable baddie in it, and even that couldn't save it which is testament to how weak it was otherwise. <laughs> Bottom three out of eight. Um, so it beats Casino Royale and Thunderball. Thunderball is the worst. It's so long and slow. And Casino Royale doesn't really count. Yeah. No, true. Yeah, it's good. So we're done with Connery now, right? For now, we got the unofficial one in the 80s. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so who pretty are we much. On to? Um, the, uh, the old Leatherface guy, not the Leatherface horror film. <laughs> what a twist! What was it? Live and let die. Which I'm gonna guess die. is gonna be the new best theme music. 
I'm already singing it. Yeah. When is this? This the oh, it's still the seventies, isn't it? So it's not. It's so it's Paul McCartney's version. Yeah. Yeah. Should we just put it in the top spot now? Roger Moore. That's it. Roger Moore. And it's got Jane Seymour in it. And wasn't Jane Seymour Paul McCartney's girlfriend at one point? I don't know. Right, let's not talk about the film now. Live and let die. And the man with a golden gun. Spy love me. Moonraker's his. I'm thinking Octopus he was. I think he's... Did he do the most? What have we got? One, two, three, four, five, six. I think he might have been the longest serving. <laughs> longest serving. Bond. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> next time. Right. <laughs> Tune in next time. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> no soup. No dates, probably. I never spot the dates, so I don't care. Because no, we we've already confirmed, you know, it doesn't matter. Oh, does that mean we don't do it anymore? No, we still do it, but I, I've never spotted one, so I'm not going to start okay. now. I mean, <laughs> it was Danny that asked the question, right, hold on, are there any dates in the films that were dated? Should, have, have I, have, I haven't told him there are. Have you told him? We should really update him. I'm sure he's listening. <laughs> right? Bill's listening, right? Bill, yeah. can you tell Dan that there are dates and can you just refer him back to the podcast that Yeah. Shout out to Bill, our number one fan. Five star rating on iTunes. Thanks very much. Anyone else wants to shout out, just uh tweet us at uh Bond Bond wears a wig. <laughs> Or whatever. Tell us you hate us. Either way. Just some contact would be really nice. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, I guess we're done. This is a tight ending. (laughs) (laughs) See ya.